You guys know what that means. Another one bites the dust. Everything bites the dust. Come on. It's Kate. <laughs> it's Kate Fails. Woo! Everything bites the dust. You guys, you know what's great? I took a month off dating. I did No Dick November. Now it's actually been almost eight weeks, I think, since uh, Kate's gotten any any D action. And um, I've still managed to have date fails. I was laughing about it the other day. I'm like, how can you have date fails when you're not even dating? But somehow I'm still managing to have all the date fails. So I guess... Uh, I guess I should be happy because that means I still have things to talk about on the podcast and not miserable because it means somehow I'll be failing at this forever. No, that's negative thinking. We're not being negative. I'm being positive. I've decided that uh, I'm working on my mental health and things are going to improve. I bought a book the other day called How to Handle Your Emotions and it was $3 and I got it at the grocery store and I'm assuming it has all the secrets to fixing my life, so... Yay for that. Guys, before I go any further, uh, as you know, I'm very fortunate to have recently had ads on the podcast, and this is no exception. Now, uh, I have to thank Fabletics for supporting Date Fails this week. Fabletics, if you guys don't know Fabletics, I'm officially obsessed. I'm actually wearing a Fabletics jacket as I speak. The uh, Fabletics line, it's athletic wear. Uh, You can get two leggings right now for only $24, which is a $99 value when you sign up for a VIP membership at fabletics.com slash date fails. Go take advantage of that deal. Um, I was actually curious because the prices are so good on Fabletics uh, that I was like genuinely wondering what the clothing would be like. I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it. Long story short is I was shocked at the quality. The stuff is incredible. I'm not just saying that. Like I'm really tough on fitness clothing and I'm obsessed with the Fabletics. So shout out to Fabletics. Yeah. Um, I also have a sponsor this week which I've had before, which I truly love, which is HelloFresh. And HelloFresh is great because it makes it easier to cook. And you guys know that I can't cook at all. So shout out HelloFresh. Thank you for supporting Date Fails. Please go to HelloFresh.com slash DateFails6060. Use the code DateFails60 to get a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes from HelloFresh. All right, more on that stuff later. You guys came for the goods. Um, the truth is, first of all, oop, sorry, guys, I am uh, celebrating a birthday. I'm another year older. I'm recording this on my birthday. Am I going to tell you how old I am? I'm not. People think I'm 50. Okay, I don't know how to feel <laughs> because I posted a photo as a joke. That photo was a year old. It was a bikini photo. I put it on my Instagram and I said... I'm turning 50. Um, I'm officially the Botox spokesperson in the state of California or something like that. You guys, I was totally kidding, but like everybody believed that I turned 50. Everybody was like, wow, you look great for 50. I had people messaging me like, yo, I don't care that you're 50. I'd still date you. And I was like, motherfuckers, this was a joke. How could you guys really think I'm 50? I was so sad. It actually made it worse. I, listen, for the people at home who are aging, which is all of us, birthdays are weird as you get older. I'm at the age now where I'm like, 
old enough to not want to celebrate, which has never really happened before. And also, it's 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 weird because this. All right, I'm gonna be straight up real, okay? Sometimes in life, you go through moments where you feel like amazing about yourself, and other times you feel a little insecure. Like lately, I've been on a definite insecure slant for many reasons. First of all, my Reno crush. So the last episode, I was with Renee Garcia. We were in Reno, and I met a super duper hot guy at a bar who I thought was going to be my end of no dick November hookup, which I never hook up with randoms, but it had been like six weeks. This guy was fine as hell. I was like, okay, why not? You know, get yours, Kate. You are, as we know, in heat due to your age. Your biological clock is ticking. So I was about to do it. And then uh, uh, Renee, like a good wingman, invites this guy to the show. Then Renee thinks the guy is gay because when Renee invites the guy to the show, the guy is so, like, excited about coming but more like to see Renee. And then the guy's, like, flirting with Renee, he says, although the guy was definitely not, you guys. And Renee later admitted to me that he thought this guy was straight. But the point is, um, I was so excited that he was coming the whole night. Even on stage, I was like a little in my head. Like if you happen to be at that show, I think it was the Saturday night show, I was thinking while I was talking because I didn't want to make jokes that might offend that guy. I wanted everything I said to be something likable and attractive. So I was like thinking while I was talking a little bit. And... It turned out the guy wasn't even there. I saw a dude in the back of the room that kind of looked like him, but you can't really see very well on stage, and I thought it was him. Then I got off stage, and that guy was gone. And then I DM'd my crush, because we exchanged Instagrams. I DM'd him, and I was like, hey, were you at the show? I didn't see you. Mind you, me and this guy have been DMing the night before at like 3 a.m. He was like, can't wait to see you tomorrow at the show. It's going to be great. Um, I DM him. He doesn't even answer. This is like midnight. He never answers till the next morning at like 6 a.m. He's like, hey, Kate. So sorry. I fell asleep on the couch at 9 and totally was going to come to the show. And I fell asleep. Um, hope it was good. And I was like, that's it? (laughs) No, like, man, I was really excited to see you naked. I mean, granted, he didn't know for sure, but that was definitely the plan. So anyway, the moral of the story is he never showed. And then, you know, I was there one more night. Probably I could have tried to hook it up, but I was just after that, I was like, no, that's it. You snooze, you lose, buddy. So I was actually angry, though, you guys. I was really offended. Like, Renee was like, you're way more upset than you should be. Like, this guy was never actually, like, a guy that made plans to date you. Because I was annoyed. I wasn't mad. I was annoyed. I was like, it's rude. He said he was coming. Then he didn't cancel, you know. Maybe he didn't know I was trying to get it in. One, dumb buddy, not to be arrogant, but there are some people that would actually be excited if they thought there was a shot at a makeout with me or nudity or whatever. And two, you know, it's just, you should have canceled. I mean, I get it. He fell asleep, but come on. He never messaged us to like confirm which show for sure. I don't know. There were holes in the story. He probably has a girlfriend, which is fine, but then just say it. Or say I'm gay. You don't have to tell me you're gay. Just say, you know, not interested. I don't know. Renee says, 
oh, guys are never going to tell you they're not interested because they like to leave a window open. Like, what? Fuck your window. Don't crawl. You're not, if you want to fuck me, you don't get to come in through a window, okay? You got to come in through the door. There's no window access to this pussy. I'm, I'm still mad, clearly. Um, and it's my birthday. And I'm in a weird mood, okay? So there's a lot going on. First of all, I think I've, I have something weird has happened to me because my libido is messed up right now, all right? You guys know I like to hook up as much as anyone. When I'm with somebody or I'm into somebody, like, I'm really into the sex part of it. Like, that's the funnest. That's not the most fun part of a relationship, but I'm like, when it's good, I like to really, like, have fun, have it often, mess around, try it in weird places. I'm a freak. Right now, something's wrong. I was just talking to my friend Krista about this because we're both so single right now. There's not even anyone popping in my head when I get off alone. Like, if I masturbated right now, when I, if I try to think of, like, a guy I'm into or looking forward to sleeping with or someone I slept with in the past, no one is working for me right now because there's literally, like, my brain is blocking off all the bad guys so I can't get turned off or turned on by them. Like, my brain has decided to shield me from bad guys. And then uh, I can't get off on anybody new because there's nobody new in the picture. And every time someone comes in the picture, there's a red flag. I started talking to one guy I was kind of excited about. I had, like, the hugest crush on. And then I found out that he had a girlfriend. So X on that. Then there was another guy who's messaging me wanting to like fly me to see him and hang out. And then like one day he called and I was busy and I didn't call back. And then after that, when I texted him, he like never answered me again. Like he got so butthurt that I missed a call. So I'm like, well, that'll never work. So I'm always going to miss calls. I mean, you guys know me. I'm flighty. Sometimes I miss a week of a podcast. You don't think I'm going to miss a return phone call every once in a while? Yes, I am. So there's just, there's nobody. And then I met a guy who's super duper hot at a gay bar called The Abbey. He works there. So he's safe. It's not like he's, um, it's not like he was there looking for a man. He says he's straight. But the problem is I, I was about to go out with him and then I started thinking in my head, do I want to have to worry about that though? Do I want to date a guy that I'm not? Because this guy is so hot that like he's definitely getting hit on by like every single gay dude at the Abbey, which means even though he could be straight, but you know, he also might not be, which is fine. I'm, I don't know if I could date a guy who's bi, but I just don't know if I'm at the point where I want to have to worry about. Like, I want something so easy. I don't have to worry if the guy has a girlfriend, if he's going to come to the show, if he's going to get his dick sucked by another dude. You know, I just want simple. I don't think that's too much to ask. So that's where we're at. Um, and then my birthday is weird because... I've been so busy lately. I haven't been working out as much as usual, so I feel not as hot as usual. Like, I feel like I'm getting a little skinny fat, you know, and I, I care about that. I like to be in really good shape. I'm not getting as much outdoor time as I need. I'm like a dog. I need a lot of sunshine and water. I need someone to run me and pet my tail. <laughs> I mean, I need to wag my tail. I need to be petted. 
I've been very sober lately, and then I partied a little for my birthday, which now I'm such a lightweight that I have like two drinks, and I'm like completely hungover the next day. This is aging. So now, then, here's my major date fail that I just had. Um, Basically, recently, I have been, for the first time in my life, which is incredible... I've been avoiding dating guys that I know are going to cause me problems. Like comedians, for instance. In the past, I always said I won't date comics, I won't date comics, I won't date comics. But then every once in a while, a comedian would come up to me and ask me out. And I would kind of find some way in my head to rationalize going out with them because I liked them. And I'm like, ah... Maybe this time it'll work. Every time I date a comic, it's led to nothing but nightmares for Kate. If you date a coworker, that's going to be my next article on Mandatory, the new website I'm writing for, mandatory.com. I'm doing an, uh, a weekly column for them called Just the Tips. And this week I'm going to write about why you shouldn't date a colleague because every time I date one, you guys, it ends in like, Okay, the last one I dated, the last comic who we talked about on here, I'm not going to go into the whole thing, even though I actually was at a place where I didn't want to murder him, and now slowly I'm wanting to murder him again because that guy has done so much damage in this little... Like, he has talked so much shit in this scene that it's like I'm constantly just deflecting. I mean, luckily, no one really... No one I respect really respects this person, So they're all going to respect me over him. But the point is, I just don't want office gossip and drama. Like, nobody wants that. So, you know, the couple times I've dated comics, it's always breezed over eventually. This one is driving me crazy. It's been, like, well over a year. You guys know since then there was the wizard who I was, like, completely in love with. It... It's such a nightmare, but it seems to be, like, resurfacing recently, which has been... Super irritating. So, fast forward to, I went to a party the other night. Not for my birthday. Um, This was a holiday party. And like, four comedians, who I like a lot, who are nice people, nice guys. But like, they all keep asking me out. And they're not trying to bang me. They're trying to date me, which is almost worse because then I don't want to hurt their feelings saying no. And you don't want to have to go through the whole explanation of why you can't. I keep, I always start with, I don't want to date a comic. Guys, you all just, sometimes the more we tell you we don't want to date you, the more you take it as a challenge. And you're like, maybe for some guys, especially comedians or, you know, attractive women, this probably happens to you also. Like, Sometimes if somebody isn't interested and you're used to everyone being interested, you take that as like a why. Why wouldn't she want me? Like you take it like a challenge, like you have to figure out how. So the more I tell these guys I can't date them, the harder they try. It's making me crazy. Then I have to start making excuses to not go out with them. And then you feel like you're constantly like, now with social media, I don't want to have to make an excuse. I don't want to have to tell you I'm working tonight. Then you find out on my Instagram story, I went to a bar or I went out with someone else. And it's like, I hate lying. I find life to be much simpler if you keep track of, or if you don't have to keep track of lies, if you only have to keep track of your truth. So the point is, I finally 
had to have like a, a come to Jesus moment with all four of these guys and literally be like, let me explain to you this situation, why I can't date you. Here's all the texts from all the other comedians trying to date me. I sound like an arrogant bitch, but you guys, listen, I know it sounds like a champagne problem and I know there's people listening that are probably like, God, Kate, it must be so rough to get hit on all the time. You know what? It is so rough. Life isn't easier for attractive people. It's hard for everybody. Dating is hard for everybody. Because this is like, I'm on, I'm like on my soapbox, you guys. I'm so frustrated about this. Like this is the, the problem. And I want you guys to understand the next time you hit it, like you hit on a girl at a bar who's like a complete bitch to you. Cause I've been out with those women that a guy will come up to my friend and be like, Hey, what's up? You're beautiful. And they'll literally be like, no, and turn around. And I always thought, what a bitch. I mean, I hate that my friends are bitches. That's really sad, but I always thought it was not cool. But then recently, I'm starting to get it because there comes a period of time when so many guys start hitting on you. You get like overwhelmed. You don't want to hurt their feelings. So you try to be nice. Then they try another way of asking you out. So then you start making excuses. Then finally, you tell them you're not interested. And you're like, okay, this was hard to say, but I'm just not feeling you that way for whatever reason. And you think that'll do it. And then they start arguing. I mean, you can't argue your case into dating someone. They're either going to date you or not. But eventually, if you guys won't give up, I get so, I finally got so frustrated. I started being kind of a bitch and that's not me. I hate being a bitch. I don't want to be mean to anyone ever. One of the guys called me vicious. I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I've never been vicious. I don't want to be vicious, but at some point it's like, I'm going to have to be a bitch to you to make you go away. And here's what sucks that like, You know, this whole business of Me Too and sexual harassment, here's what's hard. Let's say I fuck them all. I fuck all the guys that want me to fuck them. I date all the guys that want me to date them. You guys know that won't end well because how many relationships really end well where you're still friends with the person? I have a few friends I've hooked up with. One of them happens to be a comic. Would I date that comic now? No fucking way. I know how lucky we got that we maintained the friendship even though we hooked up. There's no way I'm doing that with four more comics. If I fucked them all, first of all, then if we did work together, I'd always be wondering if they were working with me because they just wanted to keep fucking me or because they thought I was funny. Strike one. Two, um, they all know each other. What if they start talking? What if someone gets jealous? What if someone catches feelings? So fucking them all is out of the question. But the problem is you can't win if you fuck them and you can't win if you say no. Because now I'm saying no. Okay. So I even posted, which I probably shouldn't have done. Sometimes you post things that in hindsight you regret posting, you know, like you subtweet an ex or you get angry about someone you dated like I did with the wizard and you post like that they have a mediocre dick in a joke form, but whatever, you get the point. I posted, hey, comics, stop asking me out. I'm not going to date you. Uh, like something like I've, I've done that. I'm done playing dick dodgeball. I'm retired from the league. There's a lot of new athletes on the come up. I'm retiring my jersey. 
I'm hanging it above a urinal in the belly room at the comedy store. I don't know, some smart-ass, smarky bullshit. I thought it was hilarious, okay? Now, I posted this uh, two nights ago, and I, <laughs> I'm up, up at like 2 o'clock in the morning texting with my friends Krista and Bronston. We're laughing about it. We're making jokes about it. I think it's hilarious at like 2 a.m. Fast forward to last night. I go to the comedy store. This is why my birthday was so weird, you guys. I go to the comedy store. By the way, I have to apologize for the noise, but it's really loud. They're doing construction outside my apartment today, so I apologize. Um, So I go to the comedy store last night. The guys that knew that post was about them were so cold to me. One I went up to and tried to give up. I was like, hey, what's up, buddy? I went to hug him like we always do. Wouldn't even hug me back. He just looked at me like he just gave me a dirty look. And he was like, oh, are we still allowed to hug you? Cool. And walked away. There was another one who wouldn't even make eye contact with me. There was one who always liked all my photos on Instagram until this moment. And since then, he hasn't liked one thing. It's just the point is... Whether you fuck them, whether you don't fuck them, whether you go out with them, whether you flirt with them, whether you're a bitch to them, in the end, you lose. And that's why I'm saying it's hard for attractive people, too, because if you're never if you're never getting asked out, that's really sad and lonely and frustrating. But if you're getting asked out constantly, that's also really frustrating. So what I'm saying is there's no nobody's winning and, and life is, is hard and dating sucks. And if you're married, stay married. And if you're not married, marry the next one. I mean, I'm kidding. I don't even think I'll ever get married again. But I'm just, you guys, I don't know. So I'm in a weird place. But here's the good news. Actually, before I tell you the good news, I have to sneak in this, this ad, okay? This is important. Fabletics. Um, of all the ads I've had on date veils, I'm not exaggerating. I think, you know, they send me everything. I try every product. I've told you guys this before. When I found out about the Fabletics, I was really excited because I've been wanting to try it. So I went on the site. They let me pick out um, a bunch of products. I actually ended up buying some. <laughs> they were like, you can pick out this many free ones. And I ended up liking them so much that I couldn't narrow it down. So I ended up buying some. You guys, I'm obsessed, okay? Uh, first of all, I got a bunch of sports bras. The jackets I got are so dope. They all have thumb holes. I'm a huge fan of jackets with thumb holes. Like, I'm obsessed. Everything is stretchy. Everything has pockets. Everything is form-fitting, but it's like that kind of form-fitting for women. That, By the way, this is none of my ad copy. I'm just really this into it. It's that kind of form-fitting for women that almost gives you the shape you want. Like they don't advertise it as shapewear. I hope it's okay. I'm saying this, but I just feel like it accentuates the right curves. Um, the pants I bought, uh, all have pockets, even like the yoga pants, not all their pants have pockets, but the ones I got, which I love too, because like so often I'll go hiking or something. I'll have nowhere to put my phone or my keys. And these just, Everything I got is not just comfortable and cute, but super functional. I'm completely obsessed with the whole line. Like, really, really, I mean this. So, um, if you are a woman, definitely check it out. Uh, if you're a guy, there's would be great gifts. I know it's a little, maybe it's, I don't think it's too late. You could still get everything 
for the holidays. I mean, my stuff came in just a couple days. So anyway, uh, it's a one-stop shop, Fabletics, athletic wear. They have yoga, running, gym gear, sports bras, shoes, accessories, free shipping on all orders of $49 or more. International shipping is available. The best part is there's no commitment to purchase monthly. Um, you can skip any month, but you can sign up to become a VIP. If you become a VIP, you get up to 50% off all the regular prices. So basically you'll see when you go on the website, you can shop as a guest or you can sign up to become a VIP and then you get like huge discounts. So if you're someone who uses a lot of athletic wear like me, like I wear, I wear like yoga pants almost every day. Um, during the day, I, I mean, the, these are so cute. They look like leggings. You could probably get away with wearing them to work even depending where you work. So, so go check it out. Um, you can go to any other store. You won't get the prices like you're getting on Fabletics. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't know. Sometimes in ads you're allowed to mention competitors and sometimes you're not, but I do want to say that I'm like, I mean, I have always been a huge fan of Lululemon and this stuff is so much better priced and I think the quality is just as good and it's just as shapely. I hope I don't get watch they're going to be like you sh- you are not allowed to say that but it's the truth. So Anyway, right now, Fabletics is offering my listeners an incredible deal. You can get two leggings right now for only $24. It's a $99 value when you sign up for VIP. So go to fabletics.com slash datefails to take advantage of this deal. Fabletics.com slash datefails to get two leggings for $24 and free shippings, uh, free shipping, excuse me, on all orders over $49. Bucks. So you guys got to do it. Like, you know me, I don't push anything that I don't really like. I mean, uh, that like the fact that I'm risking naming a competitor and they might not be cool with that ad, but it's that good. Um, so that's what's happening. Uh, also, we got HelloFresh. HelloFresh is another company that has been so supportive to the podcast. I am a horrible cook. HelloFresh sent me a whole bunch of fresh ingredients in the mail to make a meal, and I actually was able to do it, which says a lot because that is definitely not my strong suit when it comes to inviting people over. I just don't feel like I'm a good host, so it's really cool when I actually have something that I can cook that's easy and I can trick people into thinking I'm knowing uh, I know what I'm doing. You know, plus the great thing about HelloFresh is they send you all the ingredients you need to make an amazing recipe. It comes in the mail. It comes in like a, a refrigerated kind of package. So everything stays cold until you get to it. You know, if your mail guy has to leave it sitting on your stoop, it's totally going to stay fresh. Um, go to HelloFresh.com slash DateFails60. That's HelloFresh.com backslash DateFails60 and use my code datefails60 to get a total of uh, $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. So this way you can spend less time meal planning, less time grocery shopping each week. The ingredients are already there for you. It's more convenient. You know, that's huge. You whip up the meal in about half an hour. So this seems like a meal you spent hours preparing. No one will know that it only took you 30 minutes. Um, And it's 
it comes out to less than $10 per meal, which I spend more than that on food every day. Like I, I'm pathetic. I spend so much money on food, you guys, and it's not like I'm eating anywhere good. It's just everything is getting so expensive. Just walking to the pokey place up the street from my house, which is my favorite, is like $14 now. So this is so much cheaper. You can get a subscription. You open an account. It's very easy. And then, you know, you've got a different meal all the time. So there's lots of variety. So it's easy. You can get a family plan. You can get an individual plan. You can get whatever you want, but you can get out of your recipe rut and start cooking outside your comfort zone. So guys, go there, hellofresh.com slash datefails60. That's datefails60. Use the code datefails60 to get a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. Boom. Thank you to my sponsors. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate the listeners. Um, So, all right. Back to my life, my love life. Here's the good news. I feel mental health wise, even though I just went on a huge rant about how much I want to kill everybody because of um, how much I want to not kill everybody, how much I want to, I get frustrated about guys asking you out over and over and over again. I even said to one guy, if you could please just stop flirting with me, that would be really nice because clearly um, it's getting difficult to keep saying no, which actually probably now that I'm thinking about it is just going to entice him to try harder. But I just, and that's the other thing. You guys just, you got to, I need you to not flirt with me once I say no, because you know, we all have moments of weakness, but you don't want to be my mistake. <laughs> oh, anyway, the good news is, Mental health-wise, I feel great. I really do. I'm doing so much work on myself. I think my dating detox has been so good for me. I've been playing guitar. I've been hiking. I've actually been um, writing. I've been working on show pitches. I have a plan coming up for something that's going to be so exciting. I can't tell you guys about it yet. But like, everything that's happening is because I'm not dating. Now, that said, I've become a hermit. I don't leave my house. I literally could never leave my house except for when I do comedy, which isn't good either. I don't want to turn into a cave person who's really pasty because they never go outside. So it's a slippery slope. But I think that I would like to recommend to all of you that you take a break. If you're someone like me who never takes breaks from dating, take a break. Don't have sex for a while. Don't date and see what happens because I'm starting to find interest in all these things that I I forgot that I loved, which is amazing. I'm getting kind of okay at guitar even. I might even add music into some of my comedy, maybe not, maybe not stand up, but like, I'm thinking of writing like some like funny, like an album of funny songs or something. Like I just feel really inspired. And I think it's from the lack of, of PP. That's the grown-up word for penis. So guys, go um, take a break from dating and let me know how it goes, okay? I'm really serious. I want to hear your feedback. Speaking of feedback, enough about me. I am going to hopefully get laid soon. I know I just said everyone take a break, but I will say... um, Mental health-wise, I'm great. I'm meditating. I've been spiritual. I've I've been in a good place, but I also have been a little more agitated than usual, I think, because I'm not having sex. I think Kate needs to have a really yummy orgasm. So um, uh, before the end of the year, it's going to happen. In fact, I 
there's no one I'm talking to that I'm really excited about sleeping with yet, but there's definitely some people that I'm talking to that I'm excited about meeting, <laughs> which is the first step, right? You got to meet them. So between Christmas and New Year's, there's a couple people that I'm talking to about maybe making plans to meet up and kick it. Um, but who knows? Like, what if there's no chemistry? Like, this is how blind my love life is right now. I'm just talking to people I've never met, hoping that there's chemistry. I'm so busy, too. That's the other problem. It's like, I don't like to sleep with guys before, like, the third or fourth or fifth date or who knows how long. But lately, I'm so busy, I don't know if we'll ever get to a fifth date. So I kind of feel like if I don't grab it quick, I might never get to it. That sounds so pathetic. But it's the truth. Um, but then when I get in the moment and the guy makes the move, I get uncomfortable. Oh, that reminds me. I know I have ADD right now. And I'm about to get to your massive list of questions that you guys sent me. Because you guys, I asked for questions the other day. And you guys sent me the best questions. I'm going to go through them. But first, um, that is one other thing that I will say right now. Guys, this is to help you. And the girls are going to back me up. So the other night I went out, okay, to, uh, I guess you call it a club. I mean, Joey Diaz's nieces were in town. I took out Joey's niece to the Abbey, which is a gay bar, and it was um, his niece's first time ever seeing, like, male strippers, and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen because she was so uncomfortable. It was great. Not uncomfortable, like, in a she wanted to leave way. She's just shy, so, like, she's not used to... Um, naked men around her dancing and she was just it was awesome because you could like if <laughs> whatever would be more opposite of Joey like the most opposite of Joey that you could imagine is how she was it was great but afterwards her and her friend they tapped out kind of early because they were on east coast time so they left so then uh me and some of my friends that had come to join us we went to a club at this club I met two guys and this is all I'm going to say. Guys, when a girl is into you, you got to slow your roll because both these guys blew the lead. And like I was into both. And I started talking to this one guy. I was into him. He was cute. He was a friend of a friend. So I knew he was safe. Like someone vouched for him. He was cool. He has a good job. He was, you know, everything that is good at the beginning. We had chemistry even, but we're hanging out. And after a little while, I don't know how long it was, he must have had one too many drinks, and he just started to get really handsy. He started, like, like putting his hand, like, you know, his hand was on my back. He's, like, sliding it down on my ass. And then at one point, he leaned in to try to kiss me. And I, some people might be cool with that. I just wasn't, like, I take a while to warm up, you know. I got to really be into, trust you. I'm not kissing a guy I just met. I'm just not like that. So, like, when he tried to kiss me, it was the complete turn off because it was just, ugh, already? Like, we've been talking, like, an hour and a half. Like, I kind of like this guy, but, like, you blew the lead, dude. If you could have been chill for tonight, you would have had my number. You would have asked me out. And definitely by the end of date two, we would have kissed. But like instead, you blew the lead. So the minute he tries to kiss me, another guy saw it at the club. And I think the guy sensed that I got uncomfortable because the guy came over and played the guy move where he swooped into the rescue. So this guy comes in and he starts talking to me and he basically like, he got between me and the guy that had tried to kiss me. 
to the point where he saved me from this guy. He didn't turn to the guy and say anything like, hey, bro, she's not into you. But he just, he made it impossible for that guy to get in close to me. So that happens. And then, uh, and then I'm so relieved because now once the guy tried to kiss me and I said, no, the guy was getting kind of weird. And then, and then I was happy to be saved. Guy two is cool. We start talking, hanging out. Everything is good. Same exact thing. After it was longer. Okay. Now we're like down to the club is closing. It's the end of the night. Everybody's going outside to try to get Ubers. I'm with, I'm with a couple of my guy friends and two girlfriends. So like everybody there has my back, but basically once we get outside trying to get a car, this guy starts to really get pressury. Like he's trying to get in a private Uber with me and take me home, but he was doing it in a way that was like so aggressive and he was like touching me a lot. And every time one of my friends came over to try to talk, this guy was like down our throats. Like he suddenly got hyper territorial in a creepy way again the guy might not be creepy but like he blew the lead because I was into him too all he had to do was be chill for a little longer and let me go home alone and he would have got a date so I guess what I'm saying is if your only mission your only mission is to get fucked that night you can be pushy and you can be aggressive and I know you guys get too drunk sometimes, but have each other's backs. If you see your boy is a little too drunk and he's getting handsy with a chick, even if she's not shoving him off, because I'm not that girl that's going to like hardcore shove you off and be like, hey, stop touching me. Especially if I'm kind of into you, I might let it go a little longer than I should, but in my head, it's over. I know that sounds weird and awful, and most girls would be like, don't fucking touch me. But if I kind of like you, I'll see how far you're going to try to push it. But guys... Save each other, man, because if you can get your buddy to keep his hands off or if you can keep your hands off the chick for the first night and be a gentleman, we will be into you. You got to hold back. One guy I went out with one time I'll never forget. I said to him, we'd gone out on like three or four dates and he had never pushed me. And I said to him, you know what I like about you? You don't seem thirsty. So many guys seem so thirsty. And you know what he said? Every guy is thirsty, but you don't want to scare away the drink. It was genius. I was like, oh my God, that's the most brilliant thing a guy said to me because it's the truth. Those guys both scared away the drink. So my advice to you guys is once you think the girl is into you, if you're the kind of guy that knows I get a little drunk and I start to get handsy, just get her number like, while you're still sober enough, while you think she's into you, exchange info with her and then get out of there before it's too late. It's okay. Tap out early. Trust me. It'll make her more excited to see you again. Don't overstay your welcome. You know how much you guys hate it when a chick spends the night, then she won't leave. And you're like, I was into her. Now, though, she's not leaving. She's overstaying her welcome. Don't overstay your welcome. That's the moral of that story. All right. It's time to answer some of these questions. You guys sent me so many questions, and since it's my birthday, um, normally I do all dating and sex questions, but lots of these questions are like career questions, personal life questions. So I'll answer the ones you guys sent today, um, and then the next episode of Date Fails, I'll get a guest on, and uh, we'll go through some of these dating horror stories together, because you guys sent me a lot of great Date Fails stories too, but it'll be more fun to have Aiden or somebody on for those. So let's do Q&A. All right, I'm going to try to answer as many of these as I can. 
relatively quickly. And even if they're stupid, <laughs> I'm just going to go through them. All right. This will also be funny because I want you guys to actually hear some of the dumb questions I get. One day I just got to go through and read DMs. It's ridiculous. Um, but here we go. Uh, top five movies. I, there's no way I'm going to pick my top five, but I'll tell you some of my favorites. Uh, the Big Lebowski is a huge favorite. Spinal Tap. I, like The Big Lebowski and Spinal Tap are movies that I have on as like white noise sometimes. Like I'll just let them play in the background. Um, but God, there's so many. Finding Neverland is like one of my favorite dramas. When Harry Met Sally is like always been a favorite growing up. Annie, the musical. Like I know that's super lame, but like Pulp Fiction, that's more than five probably. I just, I love movies. There's way more than five. Um, have you ever thought about making a calendar? Yeah, I thought about making a funny in a bikini calendar with like the photos that I used to do where I'd wear a bikini to a funny place um, or to a regular place that like no one's in a bikini and get funny photos. But it's just whenever I've done that in the past, it's always been on a cell phone. So the picture quality wasn't the best. Plus they're like, they're always taken from far away. So the point is I'd have to pretty much reshoot the whole thing to do a calendar. And I just can't do it. There's something about me that's like, as many like sexy or whatever photos as I post, I don't feel like a model and I don't, I feel weird like selling anything that's just based on what I look like. It's just a, it's just a personal thing. Like that's why I've never put like my photo on a shirt um, before, you know, now I have one merch item in my own store. That's like me with a wolf mask on topless, but that's, that's like the only thing I've ever posted. It's like my own photo that I'm selling. Um, how's the tap water? I'm not sure if that's a real question about tap water, but I drink tap water. It's fine. I'm, I literally drink it everywhere. Hotel rooms. Like I, it's the United States. I don't know why people are so scared of tap water. No one is getting sick from us tap water. Fight me. I, I don't think so. Maybe there's somewhere, but, um, are you coming to Illinois anytime soon? I'm trying to get to Chicago. I've been working on that for a long time. I went to college in Chicago it's, it's not as easy as you guys think. So people message me all the time. They're like, you're in Austin. Why aren't you doing Houston? You're so close or whatever. And I'm so grateful that you guys want me to come there. The way it works though, is like the club has to have interest. So you guys are messaging the club. Like enough people are like, when's Kate Quigley coming? Then the club messages my agent, which is at Gersh. And they say, Hey, we heard you have Kate Quigley. We want to get her to our club. And then it's booked like six months in advance, typically. So that's why it's not so simple as just like showing up. Or obviously, I would love to. I have thought about doing a road trip where I basically call ahead the day before to a city. I say, like I call a bar and I go, hey, I'm going to be in your town tomorrow night. I want to do a surprise show at your bar and then do like pop-up shows and just see who shows up. And I thought that'd be like a fun road trip and I could video it. But um, other than that, there's no way to just show up. So what advice would you give to someone pursuing their dream? Would you say quit college and focus on the dream? Oof. (laughs) You want me to tell you to quit college? Oh shit. Listen, here's the truth. I don't think anyone, oh God, I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but it's the truth. I don't think anyone should go to college till they have a pretty decent idea of what they want to do, unless you're just going to college to stay out of trouble or because you like, I, I mean, the truth is 
I work in entertainment, okay? I went to college for acting. I spent like $35,000 on college, which I guess isn't that much now in hindsight. Um, have I used my degree? Yeah. Have I, like, I haven't used the degree, but definitely a lot of the skills I learned in college I've completely applied, and I don't regret anything, and I think that my path brought me here. But that said, there's lots of people I know who went to college and then completely changed what they wanted to do, basically had to start over, and that first degree was a waste of money. I know a lot of people who don't finish. I know a lot of people... I work in entertainment, man. Most of my friends, I I might regret saying this, but most of my friends who are like really creative geniuses or who made it big did not go to college. Some of them didn't even finish high school. I'm not saying they drop out of high school because some of them are morons, but they're creative geniuses. But like, they're not the most intelligent, like, you know, life skill people. I, I mean, the truth is, it's just, it's a lot of money college. So if you don't, Yeah, if you're in college, dude, and you're like, I really want to be a filmmaker, and I'm going to school for accounting, either, yeah, switch to filmmaking or quit and start making shit. That's my advice. That's the real truth. Because nowadays, you don't need it. You can start a podcast. You can start a YouTube channel. You can do whatever you want. And you don't necessarily need a college degree. Or it doesn't have to be entertainment. You could be Dan Bilzerian, you know, you could... I mean, people are making careers out of whatever they want to do now, and there's a million ways to do it. So I say college is not necessary. Um, your favorite thing about Canada, besides the exchange rate, because that is the obvious choice. When I go to Canada, the exchange rate is so good. I buy so many pairs of underwear. I buy all my underwear for the whole year when I go to Canada. West Edmonton Mall is my jam. Also, though, my other favorite thing, a few things. One, the people there laugh at every joke. They're unoffendable. It's not nearly as politically correct. Um, Better gun laws, in my opinion, just my opinion. Better health care access, in my opinion. Only my opinion, but also um, Canada is so beautiful. Whistler is my favorite place to go snowboarding that I've ever been to. Granted, I haven't been to Switzerland, but Whistler is dope, so... Yeah. Favorite city to do comedy in? Ooh, that's impossible. I mean, LA is so great because just every show you're on with like hitters, big hitters. So it's fun. Um, And usually the shows are packed, but you know, New York is fun. Canada, like I just said, uh, Canada crowds are great. Ooh, but my favorite shows this year were Salt Lake City. Dude, those crowds were sick. Um, So yeah. How do you feel about the city of Reno? For most people, it's love or hate. That's a funny question. When I first went to Reno, hated it. I hated it. I was like, this town is... Now, granted, I was downtown, okay? I was like, this town is dirty. It's scary. Like, at night, I was terrified being outside. And I don't usually get like that. It was grungy. There's a lot of meth heads. And, and like, I'd, people come up and hit on me in bars. And they were, like, missing limbs and, like, foaming at the mouth. Literally, missing teeth, terrible breath. It was disgusting. That was a few years back, okay? This last time I went to Reno, and I even said it to Renee, I said, 
man, this town has changed. I don't know if it's gentrification, if they cleaned it up. The downtown is beautiful. It was clean. There were way less scary people. Um, I even noticed less trash, like a lot more cute places on the river walk. I can tell what's going on there with, I think Google opened an office there. Tesla opened an office there or plant. It's, you can tell it's booming. It's great. I had a blast this time. I would love to come back. Like, I really mean that. It was, uh, I, I found a really cool vintage shop. I bought some vintage t-shirts. I went into this pawn shop that had the sickest Les Paul guitar I almost bought. So like this time around, I, I mean, I had a great time. So it totally changed my outlook. Um, how bad do Joey Diaz balls look in real life? You know, <laughs> truth. the truth is I didn't look that hard, you guys. If you guys don't know what that question is about, um, my good friend Joey Diaz, whose podcast I'm on relatively often one day as a joke, pulled his balls out on the podcast, which sounds a lot more Me Too-ish than it is. But me and Joey are like, we just have that kind of bond friendship that, I mean, it freaked me out. I screamed and I ran out of the room. I barely, I saw them so quickly. All I remember is they were massive, like the size of dinner plates and, and just... They were very flat. That's all I remember. That's why I called them flapjacks. How bad do they look? I'm not... Ugh, uh, you guys, I'm actually getting sick thinking about... I don't like to think about Joey's balls, okay? Ugh. Oof. All right. Um, let's see. How much cocaine do you snort daily? That's funny. You guys think I do so much more cocaine than I do. Um, I used to really, really like... Well, I still like cocaine. I'm not going to lie to you, but I don't do it like I used to. I used to do it. Anytime someone would pull it out in front of me, I'd do a bump. I'm not lying, but I haven't been like that in a very long time. My rule with cocaine is this, and I just got into an argument with this uh, about this with Andrew Dice Clay because he is like, it's horrible for you. It'll kill you, and I'm not telling you guys to do cocaine, but what I said to him is, no, I would never take cocaine from a stranger, and you absolutely shouldn't. People are dying, and I definitely don't think you should. I, my rule with anything is this. I don't keep alcohol in my house. I don't keep drugs in my house. This is the truth. If I'm celebrating, it's New Year's Eve. It's Halloween. I'm in a really happy mood, and someone offers me a bump. I might do it, but I am really... Um, very, very careful now because one, I'm getting older. Two, I I have realized about myself that mentally I'm much happier sober. And if I am going to do any drinking or drugs, I have to be in a really good place spiritually and mentally or I can't. So because I get depressed and anxious and it goes into a spiral for me. So I found that like I did during No Dick November I was completely sober for like the last two weeks of it, I think. And you guys, I was calm and happy, the happiest ever. So I really don't recommend it. But if you are going to do it, and my rule with it is be celebrating, be happy, be in a good place mentally. Don't be spending money on it. I mean, I know men especially have to spend a little, but like, and definitely like, don't experiment with it. You know, if I do it, it's coming straight from a source I know. That's the truth. Um, what attracts you to a person? Great question. Um, what attracts me to a person is a good sense of humor, empathy, and loyalty. Uh, and you know what else? Consistency. There's nothing worse than someone who's inconsistent. Like, 
be what you are and stay that. I hate when somebody presents themselves as one thing and then turns out to be another, which we all have done and lots of people do, but I've been working really hard on just being myself as much as I can so people know what they're getting. And I think the realest people have the least friends. The other day someone said that to me. They said, man, you just say whatever you think. And I was like, that's why I don't have tons of friends because I'm this honest. The way I'm on the podcast, I'm this honest with my friends too. But And some people can't take that. But it's the only way I know how to be and it's how I want people to be with me. And the older I get, ooh, this is like deep, but the older I get, I'm okay with having less friends as long as they're real. This business was really, that's what was starting to depress me last night is I just, this business, you start to realize how fake a lot of people can be. And I never wanted to be the person who thinks LA is fake. It's not. It's just, there are a lot of people in the business who will, in any business in life, who will present themselves as a certain type of person to get what they want, whether it's dating wise or business wise. And then I have always been, and still am, very susceptible to falling for that. Like, I, I'm easy to manipulate in a way because I'm really empathic. So, like, if you come up to me with a pretty good, sad story or I feel for you or you do one sweet thing for me, you know, if someone does something really sweet for me, I got your back then. But sometimes I'm starting to learn that people will do things because they know that. So I guess I would just say... Um, I'm attracted to people that are loyal and I'm just starting to keep my circle a little smaller until I know for sure what someone is, which can take a long time. It's not being jaded. It's just growing up. You know, that's all it is. Um, any upcoming shows at Brea or Irvine Improv? I was just at both. So nothing right now, but those are clubs I get to reasonably often. Fuck, Mary kill. Joey Diaz, Dice Syatt. That's not even a game because not... I wouldn't fuck or marry any of them and I can't even play that game because, like, you guys don't get it. Like, Dice and Joey are, like, family, like, uncles to me. Like, or, like, more like father figures. Like, it's... I couldn't, you know? I can't even think about it. It makes me, like, uncomfortable to think about. And Lee is, like... Lee is, like, my, like... He reminds me of, like, my brother or my nephew or something. Like, I just like to mess with him. But we're all so close, you guys. It's not even... I know that's a terrible answer, but I can't... I can't... I can't think about it. Favorite Uncle Joey moment. My favorite Uncle Joey moment. There's a lot, but I probably have to say... I told this story on stage, but we were on an airplane together. And Joey said, I have a really personal question for you. And I said, what is it? And I thought it was going to be really deep. And then he said... Have you ever fucked a guy who was pointing a gun at you? (laughs) And I just bust out laughing on the flight. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's the stupidest. Like, who asks that? Um, So that was one. But also one is when I had Joey on my podcast. And we talked about, he talked about how he journals every day. And writes a letter to his daughter Mercy in his journal every day. So she has like a book of letters from him, which if I had kids, I would do that too. I think that's really cool. That's probably it. Um, Where in the world do you want to go that you've never been? Ooh, great question. There's lots of places. But the first two that pop in my head, one is Switzerland. I really want to see the Swiss Alps. Um, Oh, there's three. Actually, I've never been to Banff or Jasper, which is crazy, but I am going to, um, I'm coming back to Winnipeg 
in June. So I'm thinking about maybe staying a few extra days and uh, going. Although I'd rather see it in winter, but at least seeing it at all would be cool. And then also, um, uh, the other one is is Bora Bora, which is like the Tahitian Islands. Just that's always been a dream of mine to stay on one of those overwater bungalows for a couple of days. Like, I mean, that sounds just incredible to me. Um, can you outsmoke Joey Diaz? No way, no way. Would you date a mime? Sure, if he was cool and really talented. Fuck yeah, but he has to talk in real life. But I could, if that's his job, sure. I'll date whoever, man. I dated a wizard. Come on. Funniest comedian you've seen? Impossible. I mean, it's impossible. I, I they're all there's so many. I I used to I used to say Theo Vaughn, um, but I I mean I think Theo is so funny. That's just like off the cuff. But there's there's for me now it's changed where it's like certain comics have certain bits that I think oh my god that's like the funniest, but. Theo has made me cry laughing. Eric Myers has made me cry laughing. Um, Joey, when he's hot, like when he's on a rant, is uh, maybe the funny. I mean, they're all, it's hard. It's impossible. There's so many. Um, I love Jezelnik. I'm a huge Jezelnik fan. So that'd be one. Uh, all right. Hang on. My phone, unfortunately, just froze. Oh, here we go. What's your favorite position? Oh, God, it just depends on the guy. I can't. It depends on the guy. I know that sounds weird, but like it depends on what our sex is like. But as a rule, um, I do like uh, standing up against a wall. That's pretty hot. Like the last time I had sex standing up against a wall in an alley I don't want to give too many details, but public locations, it's not as much a position as a wear. Um, uh, when is the last time you had sex? We already know the answer to that. It was like eight weeks ago. Have you ever fucked a guy with a strap on? Um, no, I have not. And I don't want to. That's not something that is in my on my bucket list. But I know women who have for sure. Guy of which race you have not fucked yet. You know, actually, I don't think I've had sex with a Mexican guy. I did hook up with a guy from I think Venezuela or something. But um, years and years ago, but no Mexicans, I don't think I'm not against it. I just haven't, you know, I don't I'm sure there's tons more. It's not like I fucked all the races. But that's one. Um, let's see. Can you do flexible position? I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. Are you an exhibitionist? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't, if, if someone's going to watch me though, I, I don't want them to know who I am. Like when I, when I've gone to those like sex parties in my life, everyone's wearing a mask and I've never had sex at one of those. I don't know if I'm an exhibitionist now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, I'm shy in a weird way. Like, I'm only an exhibitionist when I'm in a character, like when I'm in a certain mindset. Like when I go to the bikini photos, then I'm comfortable. But it's because no one knows who I am and I'm doing it for like the purpose of the art. It's not like I just want people to watch me. But I don't think I'm an exhibitionist in the sense that you guys probably would think. Like, I would never just want to walk around naked and have everyone watch. I love being naked, but I get shy with the everyone watching part. I did do an episode of my Playboy channel show uh, where I had to do a strip tease, and that was really hard for me. Like, that's just not something I feel really, really comfortable doing. But it was fun and empowering, and I would totally do it again. But, yeah. Um, when are you coming back to South Florida? I'm not sure, guys. I don't have a date on that right now. Um... 
How big are your poops in inches? Oh, you guys, you ask the sweetest questions. I don't know. It depends. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. It's disgusting. I can't answer that. You know, sometimes I'm down to answer the, the questions like that. But does the word moist weird you out? No. Do you like women? Ooh, this is interesting. A woman's asking this. You know what? Um, I've only hooked up with women in threesome scenarios, and I was into it. But that's because there was a guy there. But then sometimes I do watch girl-on-girl porn. There doesn't even have to be a guy. And then I do get into that. But I only get into it because in my head, the fantasy is that I'm one of the girls and there's like a guy watching. So I don't know if I'm into women. I think I'm not. I think I'm, but I'm not not into women. It's just, I've never been with a woman alone, I guess is the best way I would recommend it. I don't know that I wouldn't. So, yeah. Corona or tequila? Tequila. Why is your voice so deep? It's always been this way. I don't know. I think I have too much testosterone. Who knows? It's a great question. Thanks. I love these questions. Why is your forehead so big? Why is your chin so pointy? Why is your voice so deep? I don't know. What the fuck? Why are you an asshole? (laughs) What am I supposed to say? Because I'm a man. My dick touches my ankles. Have you ever received a dick pic and thought, wow, this one's actually good? No. I hate dick pics. Please don't send them to me. Some girls are all right with them. Um, actually, that's not true. Somebody sent me one that was like a dick in a, in a, like a pair of high heels or something, and it kind of looked like a foot, and it took me a long time to realize it was a dick, but it was like a, it was like a meme. But as a rule, no, I hate dicks. Don't go sending me funny dick memes, okay? I hate it. Um, your favorite cheat meal. Ooh, I don't know. Lately, I've been eating more and more of everything, but you guys, I'm gluten-free, and recently, a couple times, I've gone out with people who, like, Joey took me to um, White Castle, and he got mad at me for asking for a burger without a bun at White Castle, because I've never been there. I didn't know they're, like, mini burgers, and that they don't make them bunless, so he, he he got mad at me, and he's like, don't embarrass me at White Castle, and then they gave me a burger with the bun. They messed up my order. And then he made me eat the bun. So, so what I'm saying is, and I didn't die, but I did get a really bad stomach ache. But sometimes lately I'm just like eating stuff that isn't even in my diet. Like even if I'm allergic to it, depending on the situation, I'm going through a life change. <laughs> but I love ice cream. And um, I love gluten-free uh, morning glory muffins from Whole Foods. That's so nerdy. I'm such a loser. Like my favorite cheat meal is a gluten-free morning muffin. <laughs> Who inspires you? Oh, man, this is going to get cheesy. But, like, well, my mom inspires me um, because she was a single mom and she worked super hard, like, to, to take care of us. I've talked about that before. That's boring. Eminem inspires me because he didn't care what anyone said about him. He pushed all the boundaries and gave no fucks. He might have been an asshole. I don't know, but I've heard he's great. Lately, you guys, see, this is a weird one for me to name because a lot of people don't like this person, but, like, I'm a huge U2 fan, and lately I've actually been reading a lot about, like, um, Bono and U2 and, like, the history of the band, and that's only because, like, I've struggled at times because I'm, like, spiritual and I was brought up Christian, and sometimes I have moments where, especially lately since I've been sober and doing no dick november and this is kind of um giving me a lot of time to like reflect on how i've changed since i got in the business and i started thinking about um 
whether or not I can be true to what I believe in and still be in this business. I started looking up and thinking about different rock bands, not just U2, and different artists that have been through that. And U2 is one that like has always really inspired me because I love their music and they've been able to work in a business. Excuse me, <clears throat> my nose is stuffy. They've been able to work in a business which is really... Um, can be very dark and, you know, and like I was talking about earlier, there's a lot of opportunity for things, drugs, sex, partying nonstop, and worse things, manipulating people, using people, lying to people. And I just, they found a way to manage to become huge stars and affect people positively without really having to, you know, break on some of the things they stand for. And anyway, blah. That, that has helped me because I feel like lately I've been trying really hard to still make jokes and be funny and, and not change who I am. But at the same time, like I've realized I could maybe use a platform to impact people in a positive way and help people, which is what I want. That's so cheesy. You know what? I think that's a good question to end on, though, because I do want to help people. I want to help you guys. And I hope that this is. I hope the podcast does. I hope that you guys know how much I love and appreciate you. And I hope you guys see, really, that everybody struggles no matter what your position. I was thinking the other day, like, it's so weird because sometimes I get so depressed. And I'll feel like no one thinks I'm a real comedian. People don't respect me. And I'm getting old and I'm single and I'm blah, blah, blah. Whatever people think that we all think. That we have the same feelings. You know, you look at those stupid tabloid magazines like celebrities, they're just like us. I'm not saying I'm a celebrity, but I'm very blessed that, you know, it's like I've been so fortunate that some of my absolute favorite artists I've gotten to not only meet, but date, DM with open for on the road maybe I mean as much as I joke about the wizard that musician was a musician I really liked and I got to not only date him like spend nights with them and like even though he turned out to suck and it's a bad example but my point is I've had moments where I've been like man it's so easy to so quickly forget how lucky you are in any business, in any part of life, any walk of life. You know, I'm going on the road with Andrew Dice Clay, opening for Dice. Uh, it, Dice is a legend in comedy, but to me now he's just a guy. And it's like, so there's parts of me that forgets how lucky I am, and then I'll get stuck on the negative. So what I've been doing recently is trying to flip my mind, flip my way of thinking, and you guys can too. You know, instead of thinking, man... I keep dating fuckboys. These guys are treating me like shit or these women are all crazy or I can't stop, you know, um, doing drugs and drinking or whatever. Try to like flip your mindset to like, okay, um, I'm, I have dated a lot of fuckboys, but here's what I've learned and here were the good things about them. There were a lot of shitty things, but here's the good stuff I took away and here's how I am lucky. Oh, I've done so many drinking and drugs or I'm trying to quit. Well, how about you're still here? You're alive. A lot of people die doing that. A lot of people never break the habit. You at least are acknowledging it and you have a chance. And how many people get to, oh, you got to do a bunch of partying and do a bunch of blow, but now you're going to get healthy. Like I'm trying, it sounds cheesy, but I'm trying. This business can be dark and drag you down. This life can be dark and drag you down, but just stay around people that make you laugh, that lift you up, make lists of what you love Go run around, play outside, get some sunshine, be good to you.
The holidays are coming. Just be good to you. Don't beat yourself up. That's the secret. Don't ever think you're a loser. We all think we're losers. I feel like the biggest loser sometimes, but none of us are. You know what I mean? We're just all trying to get through life and we're doing better than a lot of people. So fuck that mentality. On that note, I love you guys. This has been Date Fails. Um, one more time, Fabletics and HelloFresh. Um, I really, really enjoyed both of them. And I love you guys. Thank you for everything. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you want to, I know I have ads, but your donations are really helping because I'm still trying to get enough money to build this podcast studio. I'm close. I'm up to a grand. I need another almost $1,000 to do it. But once I do that, I'm going to add video and live calls to the podcast. So I can't wait. So if you want to support, you can join my Patreon, patreon.com backslash Funny, or just Venmo me, Funny, and say that it's a donation for the podcast studio. I love you guys. All right, this has been Date Fails. Peace. Woo!